Yo, Chad, what if I told you there's a platform that could completely revolutionize your hiring strategy in a matter of hours? Yeah, I'd call bullshit. Well, it's not bullshit with AI for jobs powered by our friends at This Way Global. Okay, I'm listening. Uh, While everyone else is fishing in the same old talent pools, AI for Jobs can source over 160 million diverse candidate profiles. This Way Global has established unique partnerships with over 8,500 trusted diversity partners. So wait a minute. All of the hard on-the-ground work is already done. That's right, Cowboy. You can discover 300 qualified candidates per job rack instantly. Wow. It's like having a candidate sourcing magic wand. (laughs) Dude, if you had a magic wand, you would have Mexican pizzas all day. Mm. Uh, Stop distracting me, Sowash. AI for Jobs Advanced Matching Algorithm analyzes past applicants using trillions of historical matching events and over 1,600 data points. Now that is what AI should be doing, saving recruiters time on sourcing while they provide a white glove candidate experience. Let's wrap this shit up. I'm hungry. Listen up, kids. Revolutionize your hiring process today by jumping over to thiswayglobal.com and checking out AI for Jobs, where you can learn more about how to leverage AI for your recruiting instead of just writing poems and grocery lists. That is thiswayglobal.com. We out. Live from the Work Human booth at Unleash America in Vegas this year, Joel and I were able to sit down with some great practitioners and industry voices. Sit back and enjoy this exclusive episode powered by our friends over at Work Human. Answer the human need to be recognized, developed, and celebrated at workhuman.com. Hide your kids. Lock the doors. You're listening to HR's most dangerous podcast. Chad Sowash and Joel Cheeseman are here to punch the recruiting industry right where it hurts. Complete with breaking news, brash opinion, and loads of snark. Buckle up, boys and girls. It's time for the Chad and Cheese Podcast. What's up, boys and girls? We are at Unleash America, the work human booth. Having many guests and fans of the show, but our first guest, congratulations, our first guest. I'm I'm number one. I was number 32 at In-N-Out Burgers yesterday. (laughs) You're number one. We've only done about 1,060 podcasts. But for today at the Work Human Booth, you're number one. Awesome. So let me introduce Bennett Sung. He is the co-founder of New Cherry. His LinkedIn profile reads like a Tolstoy novel. I mean, it's like you've been everywhere. Give us give us the summary of your oh professional God. journey. I hope you use protection. That's all I got to say. <laughs> you, my professional journey is pretty simple. 16 years in product marketing and now supporting B2B enterprise SaaS companies. So all the way back I'm, to Virtual Edge, which oh. most listeners won't even fucking know what that is. Oh so my tell goodness. a little bit about that story. Oh, yeah. So Virtual Edge, interesting enough, when I first interviewed back in April 2006, I literally asked Diane Smith, the one question I was most interested in is, are you planning to get acquired by ADP? (laughs) He goes right for the jugular, doesn't he? There's some foreshadowing, by the way, listener. Because at the end of the day, if you're an HR tech and you want to have the biggest distribution channel, ADP is a great option, right? Any one of the acronyms, the 
SAPs or the ADPs. UKGs. UKGs, yes. exactly. Yes. If that was the case. But, you know, <laughs> interesting enough, she obviously didn't give me a precise answer until six months later when she appeared in the quote-unquote blue suit because that's the ah. ADP uniform for yeah. executives. And so for those that know about it, it's like, okay. There are a couple things that not only did she do that, she got rid of all the wine, all the liquor from the building. Because obviously it was not allowed. So, eight, so Virtual Edge got acquired by ADP, then got wrapped into a, a tumultuous journey. <laughs> <laughs> well, talk a little bit about this scale, because we we're just talking about some companies want to get acquired so badly. Although when you get eaten by the 800-pound gorilla, yeah. there are areas of scale that you can't even realize until yeah. you get punched in the gut by that gorilla. Oh, yeah. Totally. In this situation with Virtual Edge, it was a still a, a highly configurable application, but was it configurable and scalable for implementing 300 plus customers at any given time? Because you were doing how many of your We were first? probably doing maybe 10. Right. But you're talking about high level, very customized, very... So, I mean, you're talking white glove service from 10 to 300. 300. <laughs> yeah. And that was the biggest eye opener sure, when yeah. we talk about scale. So when I go out and talk to all these early stage startups, I said, I hope your vision, if your long North Star is a big distribution channel, let's make sure the technology is set up to be successful in a situation where you envision at some point in time, you're going to be implementing 300 concurrent customers. How many of those care about that, though? They're just looking at trying to get acquired. They're just trying to get and acquired. And then after that, <laughs> it's pretty much scales on you, and, and, big boy. No, and that is my biggest challenge to all of the acquirers. It's like, can this company succeed yeah. as is without you having to quickly do another acquisition to replace the one that didn't work? Because <laughs> that's, that's exactly what happened in ADP world. I mean, the, you know, Virtual Edge came in. We had some good success for a few years. And then, of course, the technology began to show itself off in the context that it wasn't scalable effectively. And so they had to go back out to market to go find a new one. Do you think that's a threat? We talk about integrations all the time. Oh, yeah. And I've talked to startups that integrate with you name it, and they get flooded or at least unexpectedly flooded with business. Yeah. What advice would you give knowing your experience to companies looking to integrate, make sure that they're ready for it? And what, what questions should they ask before they make that leap? That's a great question. I think, interesting enough, we are in an industry that integration is necessary. It's a yeah. requirement. And I think this is what also cripples early stage companies, they don't realize that their entire roadmap will begin to shift away from innovation to integration so quick. Oh my God, I love that. <laughs> that is great. That is great. Drop the mic, I'm done. Innovation to integration. Wrap this up. Holy shit. So this is why we see, and let, let me clarify this real quick. We see these point solutions are incredibly, incredibly innovative. They get acquired and then blah, nothing. Nothing. And, and, and here's the deal. They will go ahead and spend $30,000 of engineering money per integration. Yeah. And guess how many customers <laughs> they have on one integration? One. They don't try to find, okay, how do we now go and, and find... you say one because it's that one that enables them to get that integration. Exactly. Yeah. And they never find a way to find the next one. So a big part of their integration strategy is like, how do I now find 20 more greenhouse customers, 20 more yeah. SAP customers, yeah. right? And it becomes a rinse and repeat in order for you to make it profitable. How does a behemoth like ADP not know how to do 
appropriate due diligence around this specific area. I think that's why we also began to see ADP shift their mindset on acquisition. I mean, ah, okay. when was the last acquisition we heard ADP recently made? Back in the 2006, there was employees yeah. out of Atlanta. Yeah. There was all sorts of small little payroll companies. You had Virtual Edge. You had the right thing. And then all of a sudden, boom, they stopped. Well, don't they have a huge I, marketplace? So They it's have kind a of huge like, marketplace. Yeah, yeah. And, the, and I think that is what was the catalyst for the slowdown in acquisitions with the, because they ended up realizing that the point solutions got so frustrated trying to figure out how to integrate with ADP because they had so many like compliance requirements and security guards just to be even authorized to pass, a, you know, even do so file transfer. Can you imagine the red tape for a global organization like ADP and all the different areas of HR that they actually touch? Mm -hmm. The compliance points that they, I mean, that would be a fucking nightmare I for mean, any point solution. Oh, it's impossible. I mean, why do you think founders don't stick around after a year? Oh, God. Yeah. I mean, yeah. that's a great point. Like, I mean, most of them supposedly have a retention clause sure. when they get acquired. Yeah. But almost every single one of them I saw left in three months. They eject. They eject yeah. so quickly. It's like, I'm out of here. Yeah. No way. It's, I'm and that's stick the same around. with SAP. Yeah. That's the same All with Indeed. Oh, God, yeah. And then they lose momentum because these founders have such close relationship yeah. with customers. And it's like now that relationship, these big companies were trying to like hold on to just fall apart because the actual founders, the ones, the glue left. Innovation to integration. That's the killer. It's the killer of every early stage startup. But that's why I'm kind of interested in like... ADP is where innovation goes to die. <laughs> Any of these big companies, it's really... It goes. Well, I mean, to be fair though, ADP is a fucking monster with every piece of tech imaginable from talent acquisition all the way into kicking somebody out the door. Exactly. And, not, and then you go every size of company. Yes. Right? The SMB, the, the mid-market, and then the enterprise. But yeah, I mean, imagine they also used to have an automobile dealership partner side of their business. <laughs> and they got rid of that. It's kind of like There's when Monster, Monster had the uh, the blue collar. Oh my gosh, <laughs> <It's> right? Like... <laughs> Declare your independence. Yeah. Fourth of July uh, gig, of gig economy. Freelance economy. So I mean, I think there's a little hope on the integration front, and that's kind of like this new evolution. I think it's a company called Merge, which is it's kind of like, remember when there was a company, HRNX, back in the day? There's still a few of those cloud integration partnerships, but they just don't work. They're expensive. It's um, hard. Especially with like all of the newer emerging AI tool point solutions uh, of uh, what they're trying. Because these are supposed to be augmentations of a team. This is just, just not about like a UX integration. Applicant tracking systems, like any of the bots that are out there, they want to be able to move and change statuses on candidates. And a lot of times these ATS systems, CRMs have no capability to do that. And that's where the disappointment and in integration experience really sets in and people that's like, uh, tired of this. So with any tech. We have to take a look at evolving markets, yeah. user behavior, those types of things. All of these things we have never, ever been fluid with in, in HR at all. 
talent acquisition, anything like that. Now with the advancements of obviously the generative AIs, our fun little brother, chat GPT, you know. <laughs> Bard. Uh, yeah, I mean, we, we're actually getting companies who are programming chat GPT with, with Chad and Cheese voices. Nice. And tones. And tones. <laughs> so this is getting crazy and out of whack. My, my, my point here is before the landscape was always fluid, but we weren't. Yeah. Now it is ridiculously fluid. I mean, we're talking change day by day, Every right? Day, yeah. How the fuck are we going to keep up with this shit? We're not. We're not. We just, <laughs> dude, we <laughs> talked about this at the panel. This little kiosk, this whole thing is going to be little kiosks of like 10 and under people be so creating many. cool things with, with AI and all the solutions out there. And the buyer's going to walk in and go, what the fuck is this? Yeah, it used right? to be like I went to the biggest booth and I bought them. Now I got to look at this. There'll be an AI that says, what is the best solution for me? And that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to walk around with my chat GPT on my phone asking, so where do I find this tool inside the exhibit hall? Yeah, who should I buy? Because if this is all going to be these small little booths that I have to squint because I can barely <laughs> see, I, mean, I need a hearing aid called chat GPT to tell me where to go. Okay, listener, how can you help your employees become more productive? I have answers. How about automating manual and repetitive tasks, giving meaning to data, then allowing that data to actually drive decisions. And how about matching people to your jobs quicker? Well, wait, the chat and cheese has a new LLM? No, Cheeseman, I'm talking about text kernel. Ah, okay, that makes more sense. What I'm hearing is the groundbreaking concept of, wait for it, yeah, simplicity. <laughs> <laughs> seriously, though, seriously, text kernel cuts through the complexities like a tortilla chip through some hot nacho cheese. Oh, my God. Really? Nacho references already. Anyways, text kernel brings efficiency and productivity to your operations. Text kernel seamlessly unifies your tools and data to drive efficiencies and success. Text kernel is creating new opportunities for your recruitment journey. Kind of like adding guac to my barbacoa burrito. Oh, my God. How about extracting meaningful insights from data? I mean, that, that's something. Swiftly matching yeah. people with jobs. Automating repetitive tasks. Who knew such advanced concepts were even possible in the land of human resources? Uh, we did, Chad. We did. Dude, wrap it up. I'm a little hungry. Imagine that. Uh, okay, listener. Get ready to use today's tech to drive efficiencies and productivity. Visit textkernel.com. That's T-E-X-T-K-E-R-N-E-L.com. Mmm, nachos. <laughs> Are you struggling to attract the talent you need today? Do you lack visibility into where your recruitment ad dollars are really going? There's a better way. Acquire ROI is a programmatic job advertising platform built to optimize your budget and supercharge hiring. Acquire ROI automatically manages and measures recruitment ads across job boards so you can allocate your budget based on insights, not hunches. Get to quality candidates faster and cost-effectively scale hiring across roles, all while gaining complete visibility and control over your recruitment marketing investments. Say goodbye to manual guesswork, inconsistent performance, 
performance and wasted spending. And hello to optimized automated campaigns that produce qualified applicants. At Acquire ROI, we make job advertising easy. Visit us at AcquireROI.com and start transforming your talent acquisition today. Well, and, and think about it. It could easily, totally nerding out right now, it could easily digest the information from this entire conference and then link out to all of the the different company websites to be able to ingest all that yeah. then go to reviews, reviews. like you said yeah. Yeah. then to, i mean you could bennett do one of those things and, and a conference should let me put this out there <clears throat> should yes be looking at doing things like that because oh that my would gosh. be fucking amazing can you imagine an app like you were saying as an hr practitioner you come in and you say how do i find x y and z the app just goes oh you need to go to these different booths right and not to mention can you tell me the sessions that are going to support oh, that right shit, we've got a startup happening here okay Duh. now you're getting nuts no because i've always realized like when you think about the hardest part like i've been using the unleash app it's a very complicated app it's like i got to go to attendees i got to go to speakers i got to go to sponsors i got to yeah. go to everywhere it's like i have one goal here what I'm trying to find. This is what I'm trying to learn. And I wanted to like, by the way, here's your agenda. And I just added to your Google calendar, please. And boom. Like, give me these companies in order of how much they've raised. Give me these companies in the order of how many news articles have been written about them. Yeah, it all depends on what your need yeah. is from a media standpoint, yeah. from a buying standpoint, from a competitive standpoint, yeah. I mean, all that shit. And then you make more money from all the sponsorship dollars. We just cracked the case. So next year, we're going to report on the new well, I just, chat GPT <laughs> yes. app for events. We can't launch this episode because there, there's a business behind it and we've got to talk about startup. I'm buying eventgpt.com <laughs> Event? Oh my speak. God, who's going to buy that? Who has that domain? Oh, shit. <laughs> I want to pivot real quick because yeah. your name fascinates me and not Bennett Sung, but New Cherry. What? <laughs> How'd you come with the name? Because nah. you're a deep dude. You're a smart dude. There's got to be some hidden agenda with a name like New you, Cherry. You woke up in the middle of the night, sweats. New Cherry! You went to college in Hawaii, so maybe you're like on a ocean adventure. Please no, clear this no. name up for me. So New Cherry is pretty much a good friend of mine, Jeff Bommel, who also worked at ADP. He happens to live on a street in Atlanta called New Cherry. I said, perfect. I live in Seattle. Many people may not know, Seattle and Washington are renowned for cherries, period. So between his street name, where I live right now, I didn't want to think too much about the company names. I love these stories. It really stemmed from, you know, the connection that Jeff Balmo and I have. So, yeah. So you have a podcast. I want to give you a second <laughs> to just talk about what you guys talk about. And ben has a podcast? I'm getting to everything. No. Awesome. I, I dig no, it. It's a, it's a webcast. So Rayanne Thorne Kruger and I, we work together considerably at Humanly. We spend a lot of our time just rifting on what the hell is happening every day. Sure. Because before we even started to actually do work, right? Of course, the owner knows all about our rifting all day long. <laughs> and we just said, you know, do, you, do we think that something could come about? Like people would be interested in hearing what we have. That's like an outside in view into what Rayanne and I talk about. Because yep. we cover a lot of different things. And so we said, shall we just test this out? So... We just come up with On the Edge. It's kind of, for me, it's a storyline. It's a lyric off of Lady Gaga's album. And, you know, and Rayanne has her own interpretation. Or, or Aerosmith. Or Aerosmith. Living so, on the edge. You know, yeah. It's good for everybody. It's a little bit in there for everybody. Everybody. Man. There you go. Right. And so we just started every Friday at 8 a.m. Pacific time. We'll just jump onto LinkedIn Live and boom, we're just rifting about a variety of things. And we're beginning to kind of rein it in a bit. 
to make it a little bit more focused. Because I think at some point it's like, I don't think they all want to know about all of our side conversations we like to have. <laughs> but it's not probably super productive or informative. So we're beginning to kind of concentrate our focus on a part of the whole diversity mantra. And we're going to focus our entire energy moving forward. In fact, we're in the midst of potentially planning an event around belonging. So belonging is going to be what we're planning to kind of build our central focus for On The Edge moving forward. So we're here in the expo hall. It's only the first day, but any any companies catch your eye? Any companies you want to make sure you check out? You know, I'm, What's your I'm take? planning to check out every of the, one of these little small companies. <laughs> the kiosks. The kiosk. Yes. I'm planning to check the kiosk out. I love the little, you know, startup alleys. I do. I, I, but love I had those. no idea there's startups everywhere. I, I think under every banner, there's this kiosk probably, right? Yeah. Or kiosk, like a kiosk section. So yeah. I'm going to check them all out. There's a few, you know, I'm seeing like how innovative are they really going to be? Are they really? It's like, are you just trying to reinvent the phone interview yet again? I mean, I see a few of those out there. Oh, we're going to do voice. We're going to do record your voice on the phone and we're going to translate that. And it's going to go into your ATS. I said, yeah, I could have done that by a chatbot. I could have done that 50 million different ways. Why are we? Why do you want to do the phone version of that? You know, those are the questions I have. It's like, where's the transformation going? Or are you just minutely making a small my little change? And then they say, oh, we're going to get rid of the phone interview. I said, it's like we're going to get rid of the resume because you've been we've been saying that for ages. <laughs> it's like there's all, there's all these clickbaits. It's like but, get rid of the resume. But with tech, the way that tech is moving now and how fast it is, there's an opportunity. I mean, there really is an there opportunity. Is. Like like there never has been before, which makes me pretty damn excited. Oh, it's still a, cynical though, because no. HR and TA is slow to fucking adopt. And I'm still waiting for the Oculus headsets to make it into the startup <laughs> oh, kiosks. Right? Where is the AR VR? What didn't it make a little indent a couple I, of years ago? I don't ago? know if you remember or not, but Career Builder pioneered that space with Pokemon for Jobs. Remember that? I do. Oh my I gosh. Do. Oh my gosh. <laughs> QR codes and headsets. Where the hell are they, damn it? Where are the QR codes? They disappear fast. Bennett Sung, everybody. Bennett, for our listeners that want to know more about you or connect, where would you send them? You can find me all over LinkedIn. Look for the guy with pink hair on the profile picture. It's LinkedIn slash in slash Bennett Sung. Thanks, Bennett. We appreciate you stopping by. Chad, that's our first one, but not our last. Nope. We out. We out. Thank you for listening to, what's it called? A podcast. The Chad. The Cheese. Brilliant. They talk about recruiting. They talk about technology. But most of all, they talk about nothing. Just a lot of shout outs of people you don't even know. And yet you're listening. It's incredible. And not one word about cheese. Not one. Cheddar. Blue. Nacho, pepper jack, Swiss. So many cheeses and not one word. So weird. Anywho, be sure to subscribe today on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. That way you won't miss an episode. And while you're at it, visit www.chadcheese.com. Just don't expect to find any recipes for grilled cheese. It's so weird. We out. How much do you understand the future of finance? I'm Jim Roos, a top 10 banking influencer and host of the podcast Banking Transform, where we dive deeply into the rapidly evolving world of banking and financial technology. Join me as I interview industry experts, 
thought leaders and innovators as they unravel the latest banking trends, disruptions, and game-changing technologies reshaping the world of finance. Redefine your understanding of the banking ecosystem. Subscribe now to Banking Transformed, available wherever you get your podcasts and now available on YouTube.